Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Weekend Catch-Up Podcast. You made it. Great job. Listener, you made it. I was like, are you talking to me? You're I'm looking directly to, at me. talking to both of us. I'm talking to the listener, you, me. We made it to Friday. Congrats. It's a crazy time of the year. So good job. You made it to Friday. Happy Friday. And this is a really fun weekend. Why? Because it is Halloween, Halloween spooky. Ooh. Ooh. We're ghosts this episode. Ghosts. Oh. <laughs> we have some cool stuff to talk about this week. But before we get into it, let's talk about Dune. Because I watched Dune this uh-huh. week. It is my week in pop culture. And it was... The seven minute Zendaya perfume commercial? Yes. Where it's... Yeah, 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 the, the yeah. Zendaya shots. Um, if you haven't watched Dune yet, uh, I can spoil this part. Zendaya is in it for probably a total of 10 total screen minute time. I think it's seven minutes exactly. Yeah, but it is the she is a prominent character like in the book. So for the first lead up movie that's telling mostly the story of Paul Atreides, no, Zendaya char- Zendaya's character Chani is not quite there yet in terms of like her part of the story. But... She's it's gonna basically be in, it in and, the second one. And there's gonna be another one. They announced it this week. For so sure. we watched the first one, right. and that is mainly a setup for mm-hmm. the the second one, right? Yeah. We're not even like I would say we're probably like halfway through the book right now. The first book. Uh-huh. And there's like over four or five books in the Dune series. Gotcha. So the first movie is like halfway through the first book. This is going to be a while. We're going to be doing this for a long time, I think. Um, But I want to address something because Dune was written in the 60s. It's written a while ago. Okay. And to the point where like popular sci-fi, a lot of it has borrowed from Dune. Like Star Wars was inspired by Dune. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like old sci-fi, what we call old sci-fi has been inspired by Dune. So like it's an old, old sci-fi. But I think it's actually pretty interesting. Like there's been some people who have... I would say inaccurately critiqued the movie because at its surface level, and if you only engage with Dune in the context of Dune 2021, the movie, you're going to look at the surface level and go, oh, this is a story about a white savior complex, a dude played by Timothée Chalamet, who is- French bicycle seat man. French bicycle seat man. You're going to go, oh, it's a white savior complex movie. We've had enough of those. Let me encourage you to pump the brakes a bit because without spoiling how Dune goes, okay, I will say that that's not an accurate critique of it because the book series, the way that it culminates is actually a working critique against messianic figures and particularly a single charismatic leader with a savior complex. It makes that out to be a bad thing, okay? So I'm going to say, your critiques of Dune, where you go, oh, we don't need a white savior, that's actually the point of the Dune series. Who is critiquing this? What You're you're speaking to a very specific person right now. Um, there's been several TikTok videos and people on the internet who have been like, ah, Dune, it's another white savior movie. And people in the comments have gone like, if you read long enough and you know where this is going, that's not how it goes. There's a distinction between protagonist the person who you're watching the movie and the story's perspective and hero the protagonist isn't always the hero the protagonist can just be the main character of Mm -hmm. a movie or of story 
Paul Atreides is not a hero. I'm just going to say that. Timothy Chalamet's character is not a hero. So all of that being said, going back to just the movie itself and the execution, I think Dune 2021 is easily my favorite movie of the year, Mm -hmm. especially going off of like how closely it held to the source material. It did, yeah. How closely it held to the source material and just it made me feel so good because Dune is a weird book. It's a weird, weird book. There's space witches. There's Mm -hmm. time. There's space travel without the usage of computers. There's a complete and total elimination of computers, but there's still these things called mintats, which are like human computers. It's a weird concept. And the movie just throws you in it as if you've been there and you know about it. And you just have to kind of like figure out what things are. And I really appreciate when a modern movie doesn't hold my hand and makes me sort of go like, oh, that's that thing without going like, oh, yes, the thing. And like sort of have clunky dialogue to explain. (laughs) The pilot episode. Yeah, without having clunky dialogue to explain every single thing to the audience. I loved how it worked. The score is insane. Yeah, the score was really good. Yeah. Good old Hans, right? Yeah, the movie just feels huge in every aspect. Yeah, it does. It feels gigantic. It's a really big world. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I read the first two chapters of Dune and then realized that's not for me. Yeah, which is okay, which is fine. I I was I was sucked in. Yeah, I was sucked in. Yeah, don't read the book. Don't nobody. Nobody. If you haven't read the book yet, don't read it. I'm going to say as someone who's just about to finish the first book and excited to start the second one, I will say don't read it. You you lose no credit in my eyes if you don't read it and you just watch the movies. It That's is fine. hard to read. It is a... Someone said accurately, I think, that the book Dune treats you like you've already read it. <laughs> like yeah, the, the book treats you as if you're in this world. And like there is a dictionary on the back of Dune, the book, that is an attempt to help you understand things. But even then, like there's no. terms like the Quizax Hadarak. That you it's have like to reading just... the Odyssey for your eighth grade liter like in Japanese. literature class. <laughs> like it it is that level where just don't read it. Yeah. Don't read it. It's watch a... the watch the movie. Yeah. There's gonna be more. It's very, very close to the book. Find so if you want to watch the I think the there's movie, a mini series. There is a mini series. There's so a don't watch the original, I've heard. No, 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 no. Watch the mini series okay. too. It's so good. Okay. It's watch the original movie too. It's great. But anyway, we're just on the cusp of all the Dune material. Would you so. recommend watching it and consuming the movie the way that you did alongside a nerd who has read the book? I read the first two chapters of the book and that kind of helped yeah. me understand who the characters were first. Right. But but the listener, if they have a nerdy friend who's read the book, do you recommend they watch yeah, it with them? Yeah, watch it with a nerd. Yeah, so they can kind of like help kind of fill in gaps where they are. Yeah, watch it with a nerd if you've got a nerd. Yeah, okay. So watch it with a nerd. But Brie, we've watched Dune together, but your week in pop culture is not Dune. What's your week in pop it's culture? It's not Dune. Oh, I actually, I had two week in pop cultures and I've oh, forgotten both of them. That's okay. Okay, we've been watching a new show. Yeah. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And it's a Cartoon Network um, animated kids show mm-hmm. called Summer Camp Island. Yes. We have been binging that. It's on HBO Max and it's so cute. It is very, very It cute. is the cutest show and it's geared towards like older kids. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm 27 and I feel like I can watch it and I it's not dumbed down. Right. It's it's an animated show that's, you know, it's it's kind of like the original Teen Titans, how that was definitely like for older kids 
people. Right. You know? So I really enjoy it. Everything has faces. Mm -hmm. Like trees have faces. Marshmallows have faces. And it's all about these kids that go to summer camp and get to they they get to summer camp and they realize it's a magical summer camp right. and it's led by three teen witches and yeah. so there's elements of magic there's everything talks everything yeah, yeah it's awesome it's it reminds so me, cute it reminds me a little bit of arthur where like they're all animals like arthur is an aardvark yeah his yeah, buddy yeah is a bunny and there's like other animals and stuff that's kind of the vibe of the show yes but if they went to it's like if arthur was a was crossed between gravity falls basically if that makes and any sense. steven universe right it's just it's got a that whole... pastel kind of thing yeah. yeah it's a whole it's just it's a feel-good show I think. it's pastel it's cute yeah it's, it's very great feel good. yeah it's so cute yeah. and there are a bunch of little tiny cute voices yeah like the pajama pants that he wears or the pajama top that the main character wears mm-hmm. talks it's yeah. so cute I know I'm not selling it, but it's adorable. It's no, the best you need show to ever. watch it. Summer it's camp. Really feel, it's really feel good show, yeah. and the episodes are like 11 minutes long. It's so. it's pulling me out of seasonal affective disorder already. <laughs> I can tell. already curing your seasonal affective disorder. Yes, it's very good. Um, and then I have another. I have a part two. So okay. Animal Crossing getting a humongous update. Okay. So it's getting a big update, and then there is a big downloadable content pack that's when, coming out too. When and is that's, that happening? I think November 5th. Okay, cool. So people are already getting their islands ready for the big update. Oh my gosh. Because you can grow crops. Are you prepping for it new. too? I have not decided if I want to just delete my entire island and start oh over. Oh my gosh. Like in, in preparation for the update? Yeah. Just start a new, just start a new it island? All over. Yeah. Wow. I haven't decided if I want to do that yet because I'm at the point where my island is so complete <laughs> that... It I'm just, not shocked at all about It just about doesn't this. feel right moving everything. I don't know. I just, I want a clean slate kind okay. of. Okay. All right. So I've heard about people that will take all their money out of their savings account in the game. Okay. Because you have your little savings account in the bank. Right. And there are the rare star fragments that you pick up on the beach and you put them on a friend's island and then you go and get them after oh, you restart. It's like an offshore account. Yeah. Okay. All so right. once you restart your game, you start it with. 4,000 bells or whatever Like an you have unlimited amount of money. With the amount of money that you have in your in your game already. Okay. So I might Clever. be doing that. I haven't decided. I need to Clever. I need to make a decision quickly. I was yeah. about to do it last night, but I had had a bad day yesterday and I did not want it to oh my be gosh, like, no. okay, I had a bad day of deleting Animal Crossing. Right. It's got to be on a good day. Yeah. That would be good like day. the digital equivalent of just like shaving your head. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, it definitely is. So I'm, I want to make a good, educated decision about yeah, it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just something about starting fresh is very appealing to me. But then okay. I go on my island and I realize, oh my gosh, I put so much work. You've into done this. a lot of work. Yeah. So I get it. I get and it. And I've caught every bug and every critter on the whole game. That took two months. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 on my radar. Super excited. Don't know if I'm going to delete my whole island. We'll see. Okay. Yep. I might need your help. You might need to be my offshore account. Oh, gosh. That's fine. I will gladly be your, like, um, what is it, like, Switzerland or whatever? Yeah, be my Switzerland. Yeah. So let's jump right into topic number one. Buzz Lightyear is back. Okay. So it's not the Buzz Lightyear from the movie. Right. So this is the Buzz Lightyear that Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story is based off of. So in the Toy Story universe. The real space man. Or... The Spaceman cartoon that's in yeah. the Buzz oh. Lightyear Toy Story universe. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. <laughs> so Very the, excited. So okay. the idea is that in the Toy Story universe, the Andy from Toy Story uh-huh. grew up watching a cartoon or a show 
with Buzz Lightyear in it. Okay. Uh-huh. And then they made toys. And then they made toys. This is, I think, the Buzz Lightyear that Buzz Lightyear is based off of. Okay. So, and it's an animated movie. Yes. Played by not... Not Tim Allen. Not Tim Allen, who does the original Buzz. But Chris Evans, who is Captain Chris America. Evans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. there's this trailer for it that... Yeah, we definitely need this movie, don't we? <laughs> I think that... Of yeah, the definitely movies, need this movie. I don't mm-hmm. know that it's necessary. Yep. I think that it's a fun, like, adventure movie. I view this as Disney Pixar making a science fiction movie with a familiar character. You know what it reminded me of? What? In the Harry Potter universe, there is the Fantastic Beasts and How to Find Them mm-hmm. book. Yeah. That is used as um, curriculum in yeah. the school. And they made a whole franchise about it. And it's kind of a prequel. Okay. So they did that. It was really successful. Maybe they saw how successful that was. And they're like, right. I want to try that out. And it, it the, the confusing thing for me is that they're both named Buzz Lightyear, but they're two separate characters. And yeah. I don't think that little kids are going to get that. No, they're going to view this as, <laughs> this is Buzz Lightyear. Like, this, this is, is Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear from Toy Story, I think. Which is funny because they're making this movie to make toys to sell. Yeah, of course. Two kids. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. That is yeah. so meta. Oh, my <laughs> it's gosh. Very meta. It's very This is just insane. I, my childhood is just reeling. Yeah. So, the movie is set to release on June 17th, 2022. We didn't get a full To Infinity and Beyond quote from the trailer, but we did get, like, To Infinity. And then, like, a little wink about, like, like, but we're not there yet. Gotcha. But if you thought this movie looks a little familiar in terms of, like, where does this look familiar? So like the animation style? Yes, and sort of the way that it looks. Joshua Veers, the art director on the movie, worked on Captain Marvel. And he worked on oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's currently working on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Okay. So it's kind okay. of a, like, people have said the movie feels, the trailer makes it feel like a Captain Marvel movie with all of the space flights and all of the okay. alienness okay. of it. And yeah, so the people working on it have largely had a hand in like the Marvel movies and stuff like that. So you might get that vibe from it, which I'm kind of okay with. Yeah. So what's the movie called again? It is called Lightyear. Lightyear. Okay. Yeah. It's of course like that's the. And then this the, is so confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. What do you think? Do you are you pro this? I'm fine with it. I, I'm fine. With I think it. that I wouldn't. I wasn't excited to see it. I don't know why we're getting it, but I think that this is a sort of superhero junior movie, if that makes sense. This is kind of a superhero space movie that Disney Pixar is making. I think that if they were going to do it, Buzz Lightyear makes sense to make that off of. Like if they were going to make a Captain Marvel (sighs) movie, a Buzz Lightyear character makes sense. He also has hair. I was about to, I almost forgot. He has hair. Well, yeah, he's wearing a spacesuit. We haven't seen Buzz Lightyear without his little cowl on before. And he's got hair. Okay. Okay. That's funny to me. Buzz Lightyear has hair. Um, I just Okay, there's there's a thing that I read somewhere at some point at some time. Yes. That all of the movies that have come out in the last 20 years came from one single meeting. Okay. Amongst Pixar Disney people. Right. Like, make a new story. We okay. don't, I'm tired of just doing sequels. I want new stuff. Okay. And I feel like we haven't had a new thought in a while. Coco was new. 
That was not very popular. I thought Coco was pretty popular. Coco was not very popular. No? No. Okay. I don't know. I just, I want something original that everyone loves. Just something new. I don't know. I feel like we don't get that very often anymore. Okay. It's not as common. Fair critique. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Are you excited about Lightyear or? Zero excitement for me. Wow. Zero. I don't, this is just confusing. I feel like. Little kids are not going to get it. Even kids that are like more mature, I feel like it's going to be really hard to understand it. So it's got to be made for people like us. Sure. And so if it's made for me, I don't want to watch it. I don't like it. I don't like that you did that. I want you I want you to make something better. <laughs> okay. I got it. Because that's who it's made for. It's made for us. Right. It's made it's for- not, It's made for us. And if we had kids, it would be made for us and our kids. Right. It's not made for like the youth today. Right. So I don't, if it's made for me- I don't want to watch it. Like, it's not, I don't, I don't want that story. I want you to come up with something new. Okay. You don't want something that's marketed purely against your nostalgia. Yes. Yes. And I don't like you playing off of that fact. Like, okay. All right. Leave my nostalgic attachment alone. Okay. I want something new. I want you to pull me in somehow else. Okay. That's what I, that's what I think. Got it. Valid. Well, in June, 2022, we can make an assessment on whether or not it was good. We can figure it out. So, non-movie related news, but slightly I entertainment love, related. I love this. And I actually, I, I sent you the original TikTok yeah. um, that this was based on, this little news article. Yeah. So, this guy is my new personal hero, Dylan. Um, <laughs> my new personal hero. A 33-year-old electrical engineer, okay? He's graduated now, but six years ago, okay? He spent $150 mm-hmm. to get a year pass at Six Flags, okay? 150 okay. bucks, a whole year pass, because he saw a loophole in the paperwork for this. Are you ready for this? Okay. The year pass includes two meals a day, okay? And you're thinking, oh okay. Oh my gosh, that's a really good deal, I think, for a year right. pass. The year pass includes unlimited roller coaster access, free parking, and two free meals a day. He kept up this tradition, spending $150 every year, for six years, he ate an estimated 2,000 meals at the park, essentially what? spending 50 cents per meal. Since since he originally got it? Yeah, he kept renewing the pass for $150, and through his savings on food, he told the magazine that was interviewing him, over the years, he was able to pay down his student loans, get married, and buy a house. That is incredible. I so, love the abuse of that. That rule. <laughs> yeah, it is very much taking advantage of a, something that they didn't expect anyone to do. Yeah. Because surely when they were making the policy for a year-long like membership, they'd say, oh, two free meals. The average person is going to be here maybe four times a year. That's fine. Whatever. Max. Max. This guy, every meal. Two meals a day. Six years. He said, at first, the menu consisted of burgers, fries, and pizza, which felt like a chore. But over time... As, you know, six years went by, Six Flags expanded their menu to include vegetarian and vegan options, which is great. But all the same, he said he probably ate around 750 chicken balls. And he says, I don't know if I'll be able to eat them again. <laughs> Ew. I don't <laughs> know what a chicken hilarious. ball is, but I would not want to eat one. And initially I thought, oh my gosh, this is the craziest hack ever. Now people are going to do this. They've already started to adjust policies at things like oh, this. Oh, sure. They've now made it a 50% discount for meals and stuff. So they've taken away yeah, like, I free wouldn't, meals. Yeah, I wouldn't do the free meals. Yeah. And people on the internet sort of are going at this from a couple of angles. I've seen people say like, 
okay, yeah, the guy spent around 50 cents per meal. There are creative ways to shop well and get maybe not exciting food, but you can eat very cheaply at home without having to go to a theme park to eat free meals. Because I mean, you're you still... get, you've heard about the people that do extreme couponing. Yes. And they end up, you know, paying a dollar for $400 worth of stuff. Yeah. Just so, because they spend the time to do that. Right. Like, this guy has to park every day, go mm-hmm. in, and he comes in and out. I mean, that is a lengthy process. Right. That's two meals. So you're driving that there, you're parking, like, you're going yeah. in through security, going to where you want to go, which is not close. You have to walk around. That's probably over an hour each time. Yeah, right? for lunch and dinner. Right. So you're spending two hours a day on lunch and dinner, which is probably what you would spend at home. But that's not at home. You're at Six Flags you're every at Six day. Six Flags every day. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if the convenience and the time investment really makes up for fifty cent meals, especially given that it, it was... would for me. But I mean, now I mean he's kind of told everybody like right. this is what I did. The jig and is he's, up. The jig is up, and nobody gets to do it. Right. So I I don't know. I think that's really funny. I love it when people realize those loopholes and yeah. decide to use them because that's i don't know i think this is way more entertaining than a guy spent 50 cents per meal for six years eating beans and rice to save up his money and pay off his student loans which i think you got to you go could, to six flags right you could technically do that but i think though that this is wild to see where i just love people who it's kind of a radical malicious compliance where He's breaking no rules. He did not no, break any rules. No, no, and that's why I love it <laughs> yeah. because it's it was legal. Right. He, I, th- hey, he d- he did it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's over. Like he did so it. This, it's over. So this doesn't bother you? No, like, not this at is, all. He didn't break this, any rules. This sits well with your spirit. This yeah. is totally okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All I right. don't know. I I I love it. I I love when people find out things. I I don't know. Okay. I love it, and I love that it went on for so long for him. You know that he had to have been just a regular where they saw him every day at one point and they're, oh, here's the chicken tenders guy. <laughs> like, but nobody said anything. No, why would you? Who cares? I love that. Yeah. I love that. If you're a 16-year-old kid working a summer job and the same guy comes every day to get a burger, you probably tell that story to someone once and they go, oh, so he eats a burger every day. Okay. It's not that interesting. But to that guy over enough time after six years and saving I don't know, like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars yeah. on food. That's a fun story for that guy. The people who work there is just, okay, that's whatever. It's a daily thing. He comes in for a burger. That's kind of weird. People have, there's customers like that. Like I had a I lady. Just, I love money saving things. Yeah. I mean, I, I shop at Aldi and then I shop at Walmart. Like I, I love saving money. So this is like the ultimate hack for me. Sure. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Makes sense. Broke no rules. Yeah. And being a regular customer at a restaurant is not a weird thing. Like I had a lady that came to the cafe I worked at and she got a cafe au lait, which is a latte cafe au lait. with heavy whipping cream. Okay. She drank like 16 ounces of heavy whipping cream a day. Cafe au lait are not supposed to be made with heavy whipping cream. You know what cafe au lait means? What is it? It's coffee with milk. No, but this like at this That's the literal translation I of might, cafe au lait. I might be wrong on the term, but you just she gave requested her a bunch no, no, of no, no, heavy no, 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 no. She cream. specifically requested it. That's what that's was not, in her drink. That's just coffee with creamer. It was No, because heavy whipping cream is half milk, half heavy whipping cream, I think. Yes. It it was a lot. Huh, I just know that my intestines could not hold up to that. Oh, I know yours could I would just be dead. 
No, you would, you would be me. dead. You had a you had a bowl of soup last night and a dairy pill, and you were grumbling all night. All night. <laughs> all night. So yeah, you couldn't do it. That has been our episode for this week. Take good care of yourself and maybe hold off on all the dairy if you need to. Maybe delete your Animal Crossing Island if you're maybe. in a good headspace. But don't shave your head over it. Like, really no. consider yeah, it. Yeah, you got to really think it through. Don't make it an impulse thing. No, no. It can't be an impulse thing. Cannot, cannot. Have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. We love you. 